name's Travis Sims, and I am the founder and CEO of AGC Accelerated Global Connections. And this is the AGC Experience. Our lives are a series of choices. Each choice leads to a result. Would you like to easily know which choices are the right life choices for you? If you've never met Amy Tyson, owner of Infinity Life Design, make it a priority to connect with her. Amy is a master of feng shui and batzi, which she calls destiny analysis. She assists her clients in understanding the hidden forces that are influencing their lives. A destiny reading with Amy is like reading a book all about you. She highlights which decisions will bring you to your fullest potential and which choices will lead you down a path of obstacles. If you're struggling with a challenge or you want to lift your life even higher, get connected with Amy and Infinity Life Design on facebook.com slash infinitylifedesign or subscribe to her online newsletter at infinitylifedesign.com and connect with your infinite life. Now it's time to introduce our speaker today, and that's Michelle Perdue. Michelle is a resilience keynote speaker, author, and coach. She empowers business professionals, educators, and cancer survivors to find their voice and cultivate a life of resilience to live their best life. She is best known for delivering powerful and thought provoking presentations with a theatrical flair to transform and engage her audience. Please join me in welcoming today's speaker, Michelle. Seven years old. How was I supposed to know what two plus two was without being told? You see, my mother had me when she was only 15. Too busy for me, but yet she had time to run the streets. Sitting in the classroom wondering how I was going to get by because I didn't know how to add, subtract, divide, or you guessed it, multiply. Now, you may ask, well, Michelle, how did you make it? I copied, I cheated, I did whatever I could to fake it. But you see, I could only fake it for so long before my teachers would realize and finally catch on. But needless to say, I failed the second grade, but that's okay because God made a way. And finally, one night I said, Grandmama, how do you add? It was because of her love, patience, and understanding that it finally stuck in my head. So AGC, listen up to my Hill Street Blues because I got a thing or two to tell you. You know, it seems like yesterday I can remember finding my voice for poetry. I remember finding my voice and realizing what that felt like. It was empowering, it was liberating, it was magical. Why? Because I found my voice through my words. Now I have to be honest with you, as a business owner, I didn't always embrace my voice, meaning I didn't always allow my authentic self to show up as my best self. But then things changed along the way. As a resilience keynote speaker, someone who helps business professionals to overcome adversity and to rise and shine to be their best self, I learned to embrace my voice. And by doing so, others 
were willing to embrace my voice as well. And because of that, I now realize that my voice and yours is one of the most valuable assets that you can have as a person. So today, before you leave this presentation, this presentation is going to put you in a position to maximize your voice so that you speak with intention, so that you cultivate resilience by owning the power of your voice. And so that you can grow your, 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 your career in your business by letting people see the power of your voice and what it is capable of. And how are we gonna do that today? We're gonna do that today by first talking about the why, then the what, and the how of your voice. The why, the how, and the what of your voice. But first I wanna talk about what exactly is your voice? What do I mean by that? Because that can mean many things. When I talk about your voice, what I'm referencing is your voice is the hallmark of your identity. Your voice is what separates you from other people, other business owners. It's what's, what makes you unique. It's what makes you memorable. And when you own your voice and when you embrace it, it gives you an opportunity to choose how you want to use your voice. You see, you can use your voice to maximize the lives of others by building them up. Or you can minimize their character by breaking them down. But even more so, when you own the power of your voice, it gives you an opportunity to decide how you want to show up in public and in private so that you can express yourself in a way that optimizes who you are as a human being and make stronger connections, whether it's with your, your peers, your team, or even key stakeholders. So now we talked about what your voice is and what that means. Let's talk about the importance of finding your voice. Why is it so important to find your voice? It's important to find your voice because it allows you to express your purpose, your reason for existence, your reason for being on this planet. Secondly, it allows you to change the lives of other people by using your voice. And when I say use your voice, it's not just, just vocally, but physically through your actions. Thirdly, and this is one of my, my, my favorites, it allows you to tell your story. Now you may say, well, Michelle, well, what story are you talking about? I'm not a storyteller. Well, guess what? Yes, you are. You are a storyteller. Especially if you have a business and maybe someone wants to know what is your business about or why did you even start your business? Then in that case, you're sharing your founding story. Or what if you are sharing your vision 
What if you want someone to invest in you or your business? And they want to know what your vision is. That is another way to tell your story. So today I want to focus a little bit on storytelling and finding your voice through storytelling. You see, so often when we tell our stories, we don't want to tell the things that truly matter, those things that really connect us to our listeners. Why? Because it takes vulnerability. It takes courage. Because you are taking a risk. But let me tell you, when you do allow yourself to take a risk, that's where magic happens. That's where magic happens. When you are willing to share your firsts, your flaws, and your failures, that's when people really want to to, to sit up and get a little closer and listen to what you have to say. Why? Because you are allowing them to get in touch or get connected with your humanity. So often when we tell stories about ourselves, we want people to know all the good stuff. We want people to know our our accolades and, and our accomplishments and our achievements because we think that that makes us look bigger. We think that that makes us shine brighter. But in reality, it's just the opposite. And it's not that those things are not important because they are, because that's what gives you some credibility in terms of who you are and what you do and what you offer. But the true value is in the first, the flaws, and the failures. Not in your best, not in your successes. So I want you to think about that for a moment. When you are telling your stories, are you sharing your first, your flaws, and your failures? And I'm really passionate about this, and I truly believe in this with all my heart, because I have witnessed firsthand how effective it is when you tell your stories from a place of truth and and vulnerability. When you're willing to step outside of the comfort zone to let people know who you really are. Because in reality, as human beings, we are uh, multifaceted. right? We are multifaceted people. We're complex human beings. And when you only tell part of your story, you rob people of their humanity. So I'm going to share a story with you. A few years ago, I had an opportunity to go to a Team Women holiday event. And Team Women is an organization here in the Twin Cities that empowers women to rise and shine to live their best life. So I went to this event and I went alone. I went by myself. I didn't know anyone there. And once I got there, soon after the event was about to start, I looked to my left I didn't see any seats. I looked to my right. I didn't see any seats available. However, I kept walking forward. And what did I see? I saw this empty table in the very front of the room. Was I nervous? Yes, I was. But guess what? 
I went and I sat in that seat anyway as if I was meant to be there. And soon after I sat there, there was a woman that came and joined me. And me and her struck up this conversation. And the conversation just felt natural and organic. And the reason why it felt natural and organic, because I allowed myself to be me. I allowed myself to tell a story that was reflective of who I truly was. So once I sat down, I started to talk to her about who I was. I started to tell her about my accomplishments and the things that I have achieved and, and the fact that I was a, a speaker and I would go into various organizations and, and speak to business professionals professionals on executive presence and, and how to speak effectively. And as I was speaking with her, something happened, something shifted in our conversation. I decided subconsciously to take a risk. And what I did was I started to tell her about where I was mentally and emotionally at that moment. As I was speaking with her, I told her, you know, I have a speaking business, but right now I'm taking a little bit of a break from it because I was recent, recently diagnosed with breast cancer. And not only was I diagnosed with breast cancer, I was diagnosed with two types of breast cancer. And right now, I'm trying to get my business back in order. I'm trying to take that next step forward so that I can shine and be my best authentic self so that I can help other people be their authentic self. I allowed myself to go to that dark and vulnerable space. It was scary. It was emotional. But guess what? It paid off. Because the next thing I know, she says to the executive director, hey, come over here. I want you to meet Michelle. Michelle's got a good story to tell. And she literally said story. A few months after that, Team Women was having their annual leadership conference. And this is the point that I'm making. I want you to listen very clearly. I was asked to be the CEO moderator to their, to their conference, to their annual conference. And mind you, I knew no one there. I was told that there were a lot of people that were vying for that position. But guess what? I got it. Why? Because it started with my story. And not only that, not only was I asked to be the CEO moderator, one of the founders of Team Women wrote the foreword to my new book, Rise and Shine, How to Live a Life of Resilience and Perform at Your Potential. So I tell this to you because I want you to start thinking about your stories and how you are telling your story. But this is the best part because now I'm going to share with you a technique that you can use to make your stories more effective. And it's called the dip theory. The dip theory. So what I want you to do is I want you to imagine the letter V, right? The letter V. And in the top left of that letter V is your bio. 
that's where you talk about all of your accomplishments and the things that give you credibility, the things that allow you to rise and shine. That's the top of the V, the top left. Then at the bottom of the V, that's where you talk about all those things that you had to overcome, all of your, your adversities, all those things that you had to struggle through to get to where you are today. Then at the top right of the V, that's where you talk about your why. Why do you do what you do? Why is it so important for people to listen to you? Why is it important for people to invest into your, your ideas or, or your business? So keep that in mind. The dip theory. Understand how you're telling your stories. So now that we've talked about the importance of telling your story, Let's talk about how do you find your voice? How do you find your voice? Well, Todd Henry, he's the author of Louder Than Words. And he says that you can find your voice by uh, connecting to those things that make you emotionally charged or getting in touch with your childhood aspirations. But one of the things that I have found to be effective in terms of helping me to find my voice is to monitor my mindset to reframe my thinking. You see, this is what I mean by that. Right now, you're probably wearing branded clothing or something on you that is branded. Even the pen that that you may have that's around you may have a company on it or a logo on it. And Tom Peters, He wrote this article in 1997 called The Brand Called You. And what he says is this. He says, you are a brand, just like Pepsi, just like Body Shop, just like Coke. You are a brand. Everything that you say and do reflects who you are. Do you know how you're showing up? Do you know how you are using your voice to connect with others in your business, in your community? What is your mindset like? I like to call the monitoring your mindset the the M&M method. He says, think of yourself as a company, as me incorporated. He says that that's one of the most important things that you can do is to be the head of marketing for yourself, for the brand called you. And thirdly, what does it feel like when you do find your voice? What does it feel or look like? When you find your voice, it's liberating. It it makes you feel confident because everything about you is in alignment with your voice. Your actions are in alignment with your words. And it feels natural and it feels right. But once again, I was not always at this place in my life. 
to where I felt confident about my voice. I remember being in acting school in California and my acting teacher telling me, Michelle, you cannot be an actress and a lady too. And I didn't understand what he meant by that. And when I started to really think about what he said, it started to make sense. The way that I was showing up in acting class, I was not being my true authentic self. I thought that showing up and, 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 and always having a smile on my face and sitting nice and quietly and listening intently was what I needed to do. But in reality, I was robbing myself. I was robbing my classmates because when I would do my performances, the way that I would show up and express myself was not authentic and it wasn't true to me. So there came a point in time where I said, you know what? I have to be me. If I am going to be the best actress I want to be, if I want to connect with my audience, it's important that I take risks and I cannot take risks if I'm always trying to put myself and keep myself together. So today we talked about finding your voice. We talked about what does that mean? We talked about the importance of finding your voice as well as how to find your voice. It has been such a pleasure speaking with you today, and I look forward to connecting with you again. Until next time, speak truthfully, speak honestly, and ultimately be you. Thank you.